What's up, y'all? It's your girl, Cornelia, back for another episode of Black News, a podcast where we break down current events, hot topics, and local stories involving Black people. Now let's get into it. First things first, shout out to the people that's continuing with the assignment of liking and subscribing on all platforms where podcasts can be heard. Yes, people are still supporting. Thank y'all so much. People are also leaving comments. Want to shout out a couple people real quick. Shout out to Ken underscore Yeezy. Shout out to Ann Davis 03285. Shout out to BJ Ugvi. I don't know how to say that. BJ Ugvi. Well, shout out to you, regardless of how you pronounce that. People, uh, again, have subscribed, left comments on iTunes, which is something I tell you guys to do every week. Rate five stars, leave a comment. That's how the podcast grows. That's how we gain more support. So thank you so much for doing that. And if you haven't done it yet, please head over and do it asapidly. Okay. All right. Let's get into it for real this time. There was a lot of loss this past week and, you know, and it trickled into the week before and it, the, the back, the pain and the residual feeling of that will continue on. Y'all, we have been losing people left and right and these have hit the industry. Well, all of the deaths hit people in the industry hard, but in particular, first, Regina King, actress, award-winning, just seemed like a just an all-around dope person. She lost her son this past week. Um, his name was Ian Alexander Jr. He was 26 years old, and he died by suicide. And he this happened only a few days after his birthday. He was a chef, a musician, an artist. She would always be with him at events. He would be her her date at all of, well, a lot of her red carpet um, moments, the award shows. She's talked about him in countless interviews. She thanked him in acceptance speeches. If you've seen Regina King out, you probably have seen her son. He just seemed like such a, like a, just a good guy, you know, so this has hit a lot of people hard and you know for many reasons when people die young it's 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 tragic for everybody to to, to pass it to someone right someone is losing someone but when people die young it's a little more gut-wrenching especially when we're talking about suicide um and, and regina she her she made a statement her team put out a statement i will say and it says our family is devastated at the deepest level by the loss of Ian. Um, she also said he is such a bright light who cared so deeply about the happiness of others. Our family asks for respectful consideration during this private time. Thank you. I just can't imagine this. And having lost a friend who was young, it, it's, it's just, ugh. I feel so bad for her and, you know, as a people and a community, even if you don't know her, just lift her up in prayer. And we as a a group and a community, let's start talking about mental health. Now, we don't know what that brother was going through. He had he put out some tweets that people are now looking at before a couple of days before he passed away. And one said, 
I don't think Instagram is healthy for me. Child, that, listen, I say this all the time. Instagram is hurting us right before our eyes. It is damaging our mental health, whether you realize it or not. Some people are, and some people are stronger than others. For me, I struggle with it. If you follow me on social media, you know I, I go through spurts where I'll post and I don't. It's mainly because the pressure that I feel with Instagram and trying to keep up that pace and share my life when I don't necessarily like Instagram for that reason. And then seeing people who I've just, they just seem inauthentic and then me absorbing that and people putting that out for us to absorb. I just don't, I don't like it. So when I saw that, that he tweeted that I was like, yeah, I can, Hey, I can see that. Another one he said was, you know, that episode of SpongeBob where they go inside his brain and it's a bunch of mini SpongeBob's just losing their shit. Yeah, that one really hits home. So it's, it sounds like it was, he was going through a battle and unfortunately, you know, it ended the way it ended. But as a people, we need to start looking at the mental health of ourselves and our, and each other. It's easier said than done to get help. But if you see somebody not doing well, help them reach out a hand. And if you yourself aren't doing well, it's okay to want to, 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 to reach out and, and help yourself or try to ask somebody to help you, whatever it takes, because with suicide in particular, and I just saw this point today, men commit suicide at a rate of 3.7 times higher than women, men. We y'all, we gotta start talking. We gotta we gotta turn the corner on this. Also, the suicide rates between 1999 and 2019 increased by 33 percent. And I'm willing I'm willing to bet that it's increasing during during uh, due to the pandemic right now. I'm not 100 percent sure about that, but I'm, I will bet the house on it because it's been a rough time for a lot of people. So, you know, prayers up to Regina King and and her family, her friends, her loved ones, everybody who is suffering that lost Ian's father. Uh, You know, it's just it's just sad, man. Um, We also y'all know I'm a Delta. Y'all know I'm a member of Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated. And we just lost our national president to an illness and it didn't say what the illness was but it was sudden and she was just appointed national president at this past convention so she was only in that position for a short amount of time but she's been a delta since the 80s and the statement from delta says it is with great sorrow that delta sigma theta sorority incorporated shares the passing of our beloved national president and chair of the national board of directors cheryl a hickman President Hickman transitioned peacefully on January 20th, 2022, after a recent illness. President Hickman was a devoted member of Delta Sigma Theta since 1982 and served in various capacities at the chapter, regional, and national levels before being elected national president. She is remembered not only for her role as a leader, but for being a colleague, friend, and most of all, sister. The entire sisterhood of Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated mourns the loss of President Hickman. During this difficult time, we ask that you respect her family's privacy and keep them in your prayers. Y'all, it's it's just, it's a lot. 
I again I don't know anyone in the sorority who is directly like close to um President Hickman so I don't know what the recent illness was but it's tragic regardless whether it was something she was dealing with whether it was sudden whatever the case may be it's a tragic loss and you know up and pray for her family her friends pray for the sorors who were close to her and and had ties with her her line sisters chapters sisters all of those please keep them in your prayers we also lost lost andre leon tally who was a fashion icon it's just been a lot it's been a lot y'all if you listen to black news and you are having a hard time reach out to somebody child hit me up okay hit me in the dms hit me don't hit me like in the like hit me reach out hit me let's talk reach out to someone because we don't want us to get into a place where things just get too dark for too many people so i'm praying for y'all anybody that's going through something i pray that you find peace and oh just always know it ain't it's never it ain't never too late to do something different or make a change and somebody wants you here whether this is a you know a suicide discussion illness discussion whatever the case may be you know just know people are always in your corner with that said let me know on social media um your thoughts about the recent passing of a bunch of different icons um, at Cornelia on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. I mentioned this a few episodes ago, but I don't necessarily like critiquing or talking about other people's podcasts. That's your space. That's your platform. Do what you need to do. Host it the way you host it, whatever, because your damn show ain't going to tell me what to do with mine. Okay. With black news. However, Sometimes people be saying stuff and you and I have to bring it to the black news listeners. Y'all, I, we got to talk about it. In this particular situation, Ari Lennox, who I love, I love me some Ari Lennox. Okay. Ari Lennox, I saw her perform at a small, like it was like a small, it wasn't even a concert, right? She just did a, did a couple songs and she was full out. I'm talking about it was only maybe 60 people in that room and she killed it. She just, I love her. I see her and I see like a young, like a little sister. Even though I don't know how old she is. But y'all know I'm low-key kind of old. But when I see her, I'm like, oh, I like her. I like that, that, that girl and I like what she's doing. So she did an interview with, and I only know about this because it went viral. And again, it was on the shade room, which I told y'all I was going to stop following. And I did not stop following the shade room. Anywho, the podcast that she was on was called podcast and chill and there was a host it's a south african podcast by the way and the podcaster his name was like mac g i believe they were asking questions talking about it talking about things and he said and excuse the language he said a quote and where are we right now is someone fucking you good right now what sir excuse me y'all she was taken aback like what what like she was you could see her like oh my god and she was trying to process it in the interview like what why did you ask me that what is going on he then responded with something like yeah you said it in your songs 
that you know you ain't that's that's what's not happening you ain't like ain't nobody fucking you good and you it was <sighs> talk y'all let me say this it's because a lot of people have been chiming in with this i've been seeing comments like if you sing about it you should be prepared to talk about it mm, should we really because it be rappers out here legit talking about shooting people in the face and I'm pretty sure I haven't seen many interviews with rappers particularly male rappers where the interviewer has said hey let's talk about that dude you said you shot in the face I'm just not seeing it maybe I'm missing something send me the link maybe I'm missing it but I just don't recall that happening quite often so in this case, yes, she sings about things, but do you really have to ask her that? Or couldn't you have rephrased the question? Maybe said something to the extent of, Ari, you've sung about different instances in regards to your love life where maybe you weren't finding people that you were compatible with and you weren't getting the things that you wanted right now. How's everything going in the dating field? Maybe something like that. But are, is somebody fucking you right? Like, I just... I couldn't imagine. So then Ari posted the clip on the on social media and she says something to the effect of, I'm just like, why was I alone on this call full of people? Why didn't anyone intervene? And why wasn't parts of the interview destroyed like the team promised? Why did it happen to begin with? I just feel slow and ambushed and blindsided. Girl, we do too. Okay. We do too. She also said, um, just because I happily and freely sing right about sex doesn't make any kind of creepy disrespect warranted. I clearly was in immense shock and hate that I didn't react differently. Girl, you, you ain't react differently because you were taken aback. You can't prepare for something like that. Everybody ain't quick on the draw with the clapbacks. So it's, you know, I, when I watched the video, I was like, yeah, I can see how that happened. Because who would have prepared for an interviewer to say that? She went on to say that she doesn't want people to feel sorry for her. She's tired of the narrative. She's exhausted. As for interviews, she's not doing them anymore. That's enough lives and interviews out there already. She said there's enough interviews and lives out there already. Why do... My question is, one, why do people feel like now they can talk to and say and ask people just anything. I know this was always the case, but social media has magnified this, um, this whole going viral and this shock value and just, child, I just, mm -mm. if you're listening to this podcast and you are an interviewer or you are in industry journalist of any kind, you know what? I won't even say journalist because if you're a journalist, you should know better, but some don't. So I take that back. Be mindful of the types of questions that you're asking people. When people come and agree to do an interview with you, I'd like to think of it as like a sacred and a safe space. You, they are, they are doing you the pleasure of coming there and being open and honest in a setting that can be uncomfortable for a lot of people. So protect that and do your best to find a way to get answers to the questions you want ask, answered but in a tactful and a respectful way, unless you a shock jock. If you a shock jock and you just coming at it on some, on some wildness, okay, do what you need to do. But in this case, 
I don't know if this fellow was a shock jock. And Ari Lennox, I wouldn't have done that or asked her those types of questions because she seems like a really nice girl. So I just, I just couldn't. Y'all, what did y'all, have y'all seen this? What did y'all think? And were y'all on the side of the conversation to say, if you sing about it, be prepared to talk about it. Let me know at Cornelia. Y'all gonna watch that new Bill Cosby documentary that's coming out? Y'all gonna watch. Are you gonna watch? If you don't know what I'm talking about, there is a new four-part documentary or docu-series. Let's call it a docu-series that premiered this past week at Sundance Film Festival about Bill Cosby titled, We Need to Talk About Bill Cosby. I'm tuning in. I'm tuning in. Within the black community, there are a couple topics that are divisive per se. They ain't divisive to me because I know where I stand. But in the black community, we still got people on both sides of the fence. Bill Cosby, R. Kelly. Um, those are the, the two that that are, you know, stick out. Both accused of sexual assault. So with Bill Cosby, I'm going to watch this because I always find it interesting, especially as a comic, the, the, how Bill Cosby was able to navigate this double life for so long, right? Usually when someone is extreme on both ends, people know about it and people are loud somebody's gonna be loud about it somebody's gonna be talking about it it's gonna be public knowledge especially for public figures celebrities bill and when i say extreme i mean bill cosby stand-up comedy he was known for being a clean comic you don't know what that means in in comedy terms clean comic means no cussing no vulgar material you can do those family shows you pg you rated pg so bill was clean that's what he was known for, his brand. We saw the Cosby show. His brand was America's dad. He was putting that image out. But the other extreme was he was moonlighting as a predator, which again, it fascinates me to the extent that he got away with this for so long because to pull something like that off, people gotta be helping you pull something like that off ain't no way you could be doing something like this for 40 years on your own so with this docu-series I'm wondering and I'm hoping if they dig a little deeper into that the machine or the workings behind this because when you have that kind of power and access somebody saw something somebody saw something a lot of people got Bill Cosby stories, but I'm hoping or wondering and anxious to see if those Bill Cosby stories have come out. We've seen the trial. We've seen the news. We've been watching this for many, many years. Bill Cosby has been out of prison, basically got let out on a technicality. But we have heard stories from a lot of victims about what has happened. We also know that there are some victims who have not spoken out. We know some of the victims who have some some were not sexually assaulted. Some were drugged. Some were touched 
grope, which is still a version of sexual assault. Some were raped. We, there is a, a range of things that have happened. But this docuseries, I believe, talks about that. And it interviews different people within the industry about their perspective of Bill Cosby, um, Heathcliff Huxtable versus the man who ended up going to jail. I'm tuning in. It's coming out on Showtime. It is produced by W. Kamau Bell. He is a comic director, entertainer. He is also has that show United Shades of America. I believe that was on CNN. So y'all, I'm tuning the F in. I want to see this. Let me know if y'all gonna be watching. And I'm wondering if it's gonna end up like surviving R. Kelly. Cause y'all know that took, yo, that took, the Pied Piper down. Not to say that that's what's going to happen to Bill. Because low-key, Bill already got taken down. He went to jail, got out. So I don't know what's left to happen to him. But this could shift the conversation even more. So let me know what y'all think. Y'all going to be watching? Uh, it's called, again, we need to talk about Bill Cosby. Hit me up on social media, at Cornelia. Let me know. Let's get into honorable mention. This week for honorable mention, I just want to shout out black creators, man. I want to shout out black people who creating quality entertainment and black people that's doing or in just some good entertainment. And even if it ain't quality, because as black people, we need to be able to have the opportunity to create stuff that ain't good, just like other demographics do. We need to be able to get to the point where we don't have so much pressure on us when we put up a show or a movie. And if it ain't good, it ain't good. Because guess what? Everybody else get to have movies and shows that ain't good. And they get four, five, six, seven, eight seasons. But in this case, I want to shout out the black content creators. We have Abbott Elementary is on. So funny. It's a, a, a Quinta. Um, I forget Quinta's last name. Is it Brunson? Y'all know Quinta. She was a social media um, influencers doing sketches and and posting um, a lot of viral moments she now got a show on ABC about uh, elementary school in Philadelphia Grand Crew is hilarious that's on NBC one of the writers from Insecure created that uh, Blackish is in its final season it's y'all know Blackish just been always been just a good show a shout out to them Wonder Years is is doing good it's just a lot of good black content. Atlanta coming back. Black Lady Sketch Show coming back. Insecure just went off. We got a thousand uh, versions of power on stars. We up to Power Book 72 at this point. But guess what? We gonna watch them. We gonna watch them. BMF, all of these just great shows. Queens on ABC. Just shout out to black content, man. Just keep supporting it. Keep watching, keep supporting it, keep tweeting about it, keep posting about it, keep being on TikTok and doing videos and commentary about it. Y'all just shout out to everybody because if you don't know, it's hard to get your stuff made out here. It is so hard to get your stuff made out here. Yes, people feel you can, you know, it seems like people know that, but you don't really know that. You don't really know how many yeses you got to get and how many Things have to align for you to get your show made and on TV and your movie. Oh, it take a lot, y'all. So shout out to them for 
just giving us some good content and stuff to watch, right? Because we love us some TV. I love me some TV and I'm just taking all of it in and, and, and you know, and waiting for my opportunity because I got some stuff that's going to be on TV. Don't sleep. So with that said, have y'all been watching any of these shows? Abbott Elementary, Grand Crew, y'all waiting for Atlanta to come back, Snowfall coming back, Power Book 7000, all of these. Let me know what y'all watching. <laughs> Which black creators are y'all checking for right now? Uh, let me know on social media at Canelia. That's it for this week's episode of Black News, y'all. Thank you again for supporting the podcast and continuing to spread the word, telling all your friends and family and liking and subscribing. I appreciate it. We are growing. We are getting bigger and stronger numbers. So I am so thankful for you all. And I ask that you please continue to do that. And when I say like and subscribe, especially on Apple Podcasts, be sure to hit that five stars, leave a comment. People read those. They get the feedback. They're like, you know what? That sounds good. Let me hear what she got to say. That's what we want and continue to do so. Hit me up on social media if you guys have topic suggestions. I'm at Canelia on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. That's at Canelia like Kenny and Ophelia. I say this every week and I'm going to say it again. I got shows, y'all. I'll be out here. I'll be out here on the weekends kicking it on stage. Check my website or check my social media, specifically Instagram, to get show dates and ticket information. Especially if you come flying into town, maybe y'all here on vacation, definitely come to, to a show. It's going to be a good time. And as always, thank you guys so much for listening to Black News and supporting the podcast. Make sure you guys go out here and have a fantastic week. Continue to kill it, doing what you're doing. And I will see you back here next week, same time, same place. Bye.